And I won't lie to you. This mission will be dangerous. Uh, would you say we'd be venturing into a zone of danger? Hey, what's up, Nerd Funnelers? This is Bob Shway. You're listening to Nerd Funnel, where we take all the nerd news of the world and funnel it into your more than willing ear holes. Uh, with me today is Pookie. Hi, everyone. Uh, so we're uh, we're just coming off off of con season. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been a it's been a wild, crazy summer. A lot of good movies and stuff. A lot of games. Playing some good games right now. Yep. Um, but I thought I'd take today. There's been kind of a lot of like heavy stuff happening in the world. You know, I don't like to get too political. Yeah. Although we did have that one couple podcasts with politics where we every once in a while we just be like, okay, you know, spoilers, we're getting political. <laughs> but um, you know, there's been a lot, it's it's hard to avoid right now. There's a lot of protesting and and conflict and people, you know, extremism on both sides of a lot of issues and things. And so I thought that I thought I was thinking about how that if you know. How feeling like persecuted or not feeling like you're able to speak up about certain things, as an as as a as a nerd growing up. I mean, now it's yeah. kind of like, it's kind of like a sought after thing. It's kind of it's 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 kind of nerd is a victim of its own success. It's found its place in pop culture. Yeah. I mean, case in point, we just got off Comic Con, so it's like, you know, when I first started going to the con, it was, you know, you could walk up to the window and buy a ticket for like ten bucks, and there yeah. was no line. And this was I like agree. in the mid nineties. Yeah, and you know Hollywood what hadn't really invaded yet. It was a lot of tabletop gaming. Of course, there was the comics and the vendors and artists alley, mm-hmm. writers alley. But it wasn't like super megalopocalypse like it is now. And you know that kind of happened when the big um, uh, hero movies got big. You know, Spider Man, X Men, yep. around the turn of the millennium. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, back then it was like it was more of like a like almost like you know you kind of had to hide it. Like a stigma, right? Like, oh, I'm a nerd, but you can't be like out and proud as a nerd, right? Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, actually, I, I'm interested. Like, did you do you feel as a as a gay person, you know, any corollaries between your sex? You know, you know that that kind of feeling between you know what you felt as a kid, maybe uh, you know, liking video games and not feeling like accepted for what you liked, and you know your sexuality later on in life was there do you feel do you feel like there's any parallels there am i overstepping like what do, what do you think no i don't think you're overstepping um yeah when i was growing up i think because i had my own group of friends like like a small community that we live in mm-hmm. we could be ourselves we could be silly we could play games we could pretend make believe and pretend so i felt safe around that part but like when you're outside no i didn't feel Say I didn't feel like I was myself around other people. Well, like when when I was growing up with you, I felt more myself too because we used to play video games. We're going oh yeah, up, totally. So we just just do that. But yeah, it was easy for us to, to interact with each other. But then, like a lot of times at school, I don't you know. Yeah. I mean, all the way up through like high school, and you know, high school for us was what ninety nine to oh two or yeah, something. yeah, ninety eight, oh two, yeah. Because we're old farts, now. <laughs> but um. Even through high school, I mean, it's still like nerd really hadn't solidified no. as a, you know, I mean, yeah, it's like you like those small little enclaves and communities were like niche communities, like it's really accepted. Yes, and, you know that's that's the case. Everything, I mean, if you have a smaller niche community, I mean, of course you can be accepted, yeah. but like as as like the wide culture, like a big like a society as a whole, yeah, yeah. you're you're still you're still like. You still have to cover up. You still have to like kind of wear a mask to exactly not to reveal who you are because you're afraid to. 
you're afraid that you'll be persecuted for exactly, who you are. Yeah. And well, I mean, like, maybe it may, it may easier to draw like a, like a, a reference point. Like, so I'm also a you know I've also you know ever since I was in high school and uh, and beyond been in uh, athletics and I'm a trainer, right? Yes. So, but like take sporting culture, like sports culture, right? Mm-hmm. So you know every every culture has their own games and sports. But like for instance, take like like American football, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you are a huge football fan. People may not like football or like be, you know, into it as, into it as you or pay attention to all of it, but they accept it as part of like, you know, part of society. It's like, oh, well, he just likes football. It's, you know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Right. Yep. And, you know, you know, and of course, some people will be like super into the stats and everything and, and doing fantasy football leagues and playing football and whatever. Yes. And some people just like just watch the game on Sunday. They got nothing else to do. There's different levels. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's never been a it's never been something like. Like, oh, you suck because you like football. Or look at look at you. Ha ha, you like football. So they never look yeah. down at football. You never got made fun yes. of for liking football, right? Yes. Yes. But then as a nerd. But like, you know, if you know, if you came out and be like, oh, I, you know, like in 1992, like if I started, you know, was like, oh, hey, I play Dungeons and Dragons, like tabletop game. And like, they're like, ah, ha ha, nerd. Like, you're weird. People What's would wrong t- with you? Like, why don't you like football? Why don't you, you know, play sports or you know, play in a band or, or do something like that. And, you know, I think it was, I mean, it, it hadn't been, it, it was something that you had, I'm trying to understand why certain things like gaming, like tabletop gaming, they, they video down, gaming, they looked down on It was that like why. a thing, like even when we were young, like even like video games, which are supposed to be cool, right? Yes. It was yes. like technology, it was like the future, but like a lot of kids still were like, oh, video games are for nerds, right? They are dorks, nerds, geeks, yeah. Yeah, they, and it was like, now it's just like everybody plays games everybody. on their phones. Like everybody, nobody does not play a game. Yes. Like I don't care who you are. Like you can pick up, you pick up your phone. You played Tetris. You played Scrabble on your phone. You play, you know, whoever it is. It's like, the digital world. That's that's what we're going. Yeah, towards. but like you know, back in the day, it's like, oh, I just got finished playing Mario Brothers. Like Mario, that's for nerds, right? That's true. Or like you know, science fiction. Like, like okay, case in point. Remember, I was in fourth grade and. Uh, over winter break, I painted this gigantic mural because I love Star Trek. Oh, and okay. I painted this huge mural. I went to the art store with my mom. My mom got me like this paint and these these uh, uh, large pieces of paper, and it was like a six foot by four, no, maybe like six feet long, like a huge oh, really? thing. Okay. It was massive. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe it's a little bigger. <laughs> maybe it's a little smaller than I'm thinking because to me as a kid, oh, it yes. bigger. But mm-hmm. anyway, it was big. And I painted like this big space scene with like Enterprise and mm-hmm. you know planets and asteroids, and then for show until I brought it in, okay, and put it up, and I'm like explaining like you know how the Enterprise works and what warp drive is like and what trans you know because I you know I read That's all the it. books and I know yeah, all the stuff, and I'm, yes. I'm like pointing out like you know planets and asteroids, like trying to like you know all my astronomy knowledge and everything, <laughs> and then there were several kids afterward that just like dude that like like you're such a nerd like that's stupid like you're stupid, I'm like wait how. How am I stupid? Like I just dropped a whole bunch of knowledge on you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. some of it, you know, not real. But still, you got but, you, you yeah. still got it. Exactly. Or but, like in high school, like you know, uh, doing um, live action role playing, like Vampire the Masquerade, down at you know the Lestat's yes, Coffee yes. House. Mm-hmm. Used to do a little bit of that. The LARP, or, LARPing, yeah, LARPing, yeah. <laughs> or um, Dungeons and Dragons over uh, at you know friends' houses yeah. and stuff. And we did, we did, yeah, we did and it was just it. like. You know, and then, you know, people see you with those books or, you know, doing your characters and you just get like, 
He's like, you're stupid. Like you're a nerd. And I'm like, but you don't understand why. And it, you know, I think what it comes down to a lot of times they don't understand it. I mean, that's where that's, a lot of I fear was comes too. from. Yeah, I think they use it as like a defense mechanism, but they don't understand it. They just attack it, and it's it's kind of sad because we, they could learn from it. And they could like it. It this reminds me of freaks and geeks. Remember when they get out of their space? Freaks and geeks. You know, they have their own cliques mm-hmm. in the story, yeah. but then. Like, You're talking about the, the TV show? Yeah, the TV show, Freaks this, and Geeks. The seminal, too bad it got canceled early, 1999 <laughs> yes. TV show that yes. launched Linda Cardellini, Seth Rogen, <laughs> Martin Starr, Judd Apatow, all those guys. Oh, you mean that, God. Freaks and Geeks? Yes, that I mean that, Freaks and Geeks. show that if you are interested in the culture of the 1980s and late 90s in the same time, then you should watch it? Yes, I. you should definitely watch it. Because it, it it's pretty much what it is in high school, like growing up, because... And, Everyone has their own cliques. Everyone has their own thing, and other people think it's weird. But I like how they break that. They break that, and like, was it the last? It was like one of the last seasons. They break that. Oh, the, curve. The, yeah, the last episode. Actually, I, I got the collector's DVD box set yes. of that, and they had all like the product, producers' notes and everything because I love that show. Yes. And the last thing is like they found out they were getting canceled, like episode nine or ten. Okay. And there was like twelve or thirteen episodes mm-hmm. of the season, and so they are like, okay, crap. How do we end this? And so what they did is they're like, let's put everybody into a new space. We're just going to move everybody along. Like, everybody's going to get dropped in somewhere new. Yes. And so, yeah, everybody was kind of getting outside their comfort zones and their circles. I remember the the most impactful for me is when uh, James Franco's character, like the the burnout, burnout, uh, like too cool for school type guy, uh, starts playing Dungeons and Dragons with with the little kids. And and he's into it, right? He enjoys it. He's into it. And it's like, so they don't, I think one of the things that we're coming back to is like, you don't understand it, so you fear it. Yes. And you feel, and something you don't understand and fear is also threatening to your own worldview. So it's like, you know, for instance, James Franco's like, well, I'm cool as long as I don't care about school and I have like this slick image and mm-hmm. I use people to get what I want. That's, and that's pretty so much he what was, he, he was using Linda Cardellini's character. Yeah, that's the whole, much. the whole show. I'm like jock, you know, jerking yeah, her back. Yeah, and that's forth. what pretty much what he does <laughs> yeah. throughout the whole thing but then he got out of that mm-hmm. and played started playing D&D he's like oh I, I'll try it he, he, and he plays it and he actually enjoys it and you get to see that and I thought that was really great mm-hmm. to do that because you, you get out of that comfort zone you play in something new and you're scared but at the same time it's yeah you, you, you might like it you might not but you have to find out in order to find out you have to you have to try it same thing with I'm sure like when you know your sexuality yeah, like a lot of people, it's like you know, gotta try, and sometimes it's not for everybody, but sometimes it's, it is. It and is. So yeah, that's awesome. Um, good point on the freaks and geeks. Um, but let's not be let's not be one sided here. So let's that's let's true. kind of let's say okay, well, when have we suffered the own prejudice? When have we felt fearful and threatened of something else that we had to like try and like? Because I remember. Like I was a nerd, but LARPing was a different level. I wasn't used to doing that level of like immersion, and I mm-hmm. was a little intimidated by it. I was a little scared. Yes. And so the, my tendency was to kind of delineate or relegate within the realm of role playing games, tabletop stuff like that. Okay. Between make a di- make a, a differentiation between the levels of nerdery, and of course, there, <laughs> I mean there are there's some people that are more into things than others, but. I, for some reason, because I didn't understand what they were trying to do as LARPers, 
because I didn't understand that because I hadn't tried it mm-hmm. or given it serious engine, I tended to be like brush them off. Oh, I wasn't okay. like actively hostile or like put them down, but I'm like, no, I'm. I'm but you okay. wouldn't. You wouldn't. Because they would invite me. I'm like, no, I'm cool. Thanks though. But yeah. I was like, I, I, I could tell like even as, and when I was in high school, and I was afraid to do that because I was afraid of being stigmatized. Because if I felt like I accepted something that, that, was, gonna do that it. I wasn't comfortable with, that I would be as stigmatized as someone else. In retrospect, you know, I had really no reason to because I was already kind of a nerd and people already thought of me as a nerd. You but, might. <laughs> but um, you know, you're, you know, if you're persecuted or, you know, th- or threatened or belittled, you know, you don't want to take a risk. A lot of times you're averse to risk that would make you more so. Because, like, I mean, mm-hmm. remember, you know, I used to wear Superman shirts all the time. Yeah. I mean, used to. I'm wearing <laughs> Superman right now. Um, and everybody but, knows. But, yeah, yeah. But everybody yeah. that to the cast knows I love Superman and listens to, or watch the LPs. But um, ninth grade, I was ridiculed always because I always wore Superman shirts. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got made fun of for that. And I'm really? like, what is wrong? Like, it was like, Superman's gay. Okay. Superman's dumb. Like, by dudes that didn't really, like. Understand. Understand. Had no Superman. reason. To think that, really, but a lot of times it was like, well, I'm wearing this. They're, they're trying to find a way to attack me, and in high school, I mean, we all had problems, but mm-hmm. you know, I was a good student. Yeah, I was a good athlete. Yes, you know, I had a decent amount of friends. Yep, um, I wasn't ugly. No, I wouldn't say no. I don't think no I'm ugly. No, 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 I'm not super attractive, but I'm not ugly. <laughs> uh, nerd followers, <laughs> you can be the judge of that. Uh, watch some videos and uh, hashtag Bob Shway is ugly, ugly or not, hot or not, Bob Shway. No, I'm just kidding. Please don't. I, I don't need the. I don't need to be kept up at night by that. Um, but like, so you know, he may have been insecure. This person it or these been. people, mm-hmm. and it's like, well. You know, maybe what he's doing is unfamiliar to me, but he seems to be cool with himself, and maybe I'm not. So I'll find a way to attack him, right? That's true. Same thing, yes. like same thing. How I felt with the Larpers is like, well, you know, maybe I'm not cool with it, but they're cool with it. But maybe that makes me insecure, so I'll just relegate them. You know, put them off somewhere. Yes, our, our you, mi- I understand. What you mean. Yeah, our minds really play tricks on us. Yeah, and we're, it's a society too. It's where. We're afraid of doing something new because we we don't understand it well enough, and if we don't understand it, we're not going to try it because you're afraid. It's, your mind just plays so many tricks on you, and then you're like, "No, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it." And then you just find excuses, and you yeah. try to rationalize your rationalize your decision based on that, and and it's, yeah, and, it, and you rationalize it by prejudging. Yes, and like that's a lot of a lot of the problems of what's going on inside right now. It's like people are afraid they've kind of lumped people into groups and don't take the time to understand and they categorize them and then they they make decisions about other people and opinions about people before hearing both sides or like really being informed or mm-hmm. you know trying to empathize or you know being in a person's shoes you know um but yeah it's it's difficult especially like in in middle school like i mean i was still pretty pretty nerdy in middle school too <laughs> um and we actually took a high. We, I, I went to a different school for a couple of years, yeah. so we didn't see each other as much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was in that middle school, um, you know, I was I was also you know sought after because like persecuted, not persecution. Persecution is such a hard word. <laughs> I was I was belittled because of not only my interests but also like people just decided that I was gay and that was bad. Right. Wow, that's really that. 
that's even though really, I was I was I wasn't too unpopular with the ladies, but I think it's a case of a lot of times guys are awkward at that age around with girls, and I wasn't too awkward with them. Like I was pretty comfortable. Oh, okay. With it, I mean, you okay. know me and the ladies. I mean, you, you know my history. I, I get myself into trouble. Maybe I'm too comfortable with the ladies, like as far as <laughs> just dating too much. Although in my 30s, I've kind of toned that down a bit. Uh, but yes. anyway, that's a long that's, story. Yeah, that's, a di- that's a different story. story for that's a funnel of day. love. That's a funnel of love story for another day. <laughs> um, uh, if you're interested in our love stories at Nerfinal, please see uh, Funnel of Love episodes one, two, and three. I think we have up now. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. uh, I am not in. I've only one of them. I think. Oh, okay. I think it's Ivan and Steven a lot and Fong a lot of them. Anyway, okay. Um, uh, <laughs> what was I saying? But and so now it's like this nerd. That sensation, that feeling, is, or like society has kind of recaptured that and has made it a pop, popular thing. It's like a mainstream, yes. Yeah. I mean, the out, being the outsider and everything, like, there was always a sensibility. I mean, okay, well, let's take it for instance, like a lot of 80s movies had like the nerd, right? Was mm-hmm. like one of the archetypes, right? Yeah. But he was never like the star. Think about... Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, right? Okay. So his friend, right? That, really nerdy, neurotic and nerdy, right? Uh, yes. But Matthew Broderick's like the star. He's the drama, you know, athlete, yes. all-star student, you know, right? Mm-hmm. And think about um, the Goonies, right? Mm-hmm. So you got Sean Astin as like the the headstrong, you know, ruddy kind of... Courageous. Courageous go-getter, right? Yes. But then, uh, what's his name? The Asian kid. <laughs> um, I know you're talking about that. Uh, Data. And, Data, yeah, and then Truffle the, Shuffle Guy, like tru- they're the nerds, right? And they're kind of relegated. <laughs> they get their moment, but they're not like they they're they not do. like the heroes, right? Mm-hmm. And all of that has now kind of changed. Like the nerds kind of inherit the earth. Like think about, yeah. um, think about uh, the newest Spider-Man: Homecoming, right? Mm-hmm. So Spider-Man's kind of like a you know like a, a nerd, scrawny, nerdy, nerdy, outcast. Uh, superhero, you know, high school student that turns a superhero, and that's yes. that's Stan Lee's life. That's he was the nerdy outcast, right? Uh-huh. And oh. then he kind of made it. So that was kind of him, like his. And then his his kind of journey has kind of been the journey of us all. Spider Man. Um, there's some other superheroes that are are kind of like that, where they start out as the the you know nerdy underdog, but something about them that's not. Uh, heroic in, in them mm-hmm. kind of comes through like oh Captain America like he was a scrawny reject. yeah yes but he was always wanting to be out there he had the right spirit right yeah yeah, yeah. he was and even Tony Stark Tony Stark is a, like a tech nerd right he's a science, a science nerd of course <laughs> and also a womanizing alcoholic but there you go. forget about that but that aside that aside um, I just I think that but now, like one of the quite like, where, where do you think we go from here? It's like so now, nerds have inherited the earth. Like, nerds are some of the biggest, most powerful people on the planet. You got, you know, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates. Well, Steve Jobs is gone now, but but he, he was, he, you yes. know, like all these people that were though were were those guys, you know, that that were in the eighties, early nineties, the guys that were playing video games and coding mm-hmm. and playing Dungeons and Dragons, all that stuff. You know, those are the guys that are, you know, like they've kind of inherited the earth, and then you know pop culture like everybody knows who all these characters are now right like iron man is like a is super popular like iron man for so many years was like b-tier marvel like nobody yes. knew tony stark that's right? so true so yeah. it's like well 
now that they've everything has kind of come up in the ranks and we've kind of you know and it's, it's weird though like what do you think like do you think kids that are nerdy now get as persecuted do you think i don't know I've asked I, my nephews. I, I don't think so not not as much as before because you know we um now because society accepted yeah the the nerdy atmosphere. I mean, look at all the wonder. Look, look at all the con conventions that we have. Yeah, right. Comic Con has grew. Up. Oh my god! Over like a decade, it just yeah. blew up, and so many people are cosplaying, role playing. You, you you see them, but it's so. It's so, like, is it good? Is it good for? The nerdy, like this atmosphere to be. I'm just so afraid you start losing what makes you nerds in the first place because it's part true. of the 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 identity and the creative power and the genius behind a lot of the products of what nerds do or behind the product of what nerds are and what they do, and even the meaning of the word nerd is changing. Like it's so broad now. Like it used to be more specific, but yes. more and more has been brought under the tent. More and more people, more and more things, more and more ideas. So the term is so broad now that I almost feel like it's changing or you know. It's meaning, it's kind of, it's Lost. broadening, and I don't know exactly, like, what does it mean? Because you can be nerdy about pretty much anything anymore. Society has, like, responded. It's like, well, that's you true. know, there are, you know, you refer to people, anything that's, anybody that's, like, fanatical about, like, one thing, right? Yeah. Like, that's like, true. uh, Walking, you know, walking, walking Dead, Dead nerds, right? So it's a comic book, you know, but it's also a TV, sh- it's also a TV show. There you go. Yes. Um... But people that like TV shows weren't used to be used to be called nerds. Like people that no. like were obsessed with like, you know, Three's Company in the seventies weren't called nerds. No, right? They so weren't. like, what is that? And uh, they they keep you know bringing a lot more into what it means to be a nerd. So that's like changing the nature of the word. Yes, as a society, and it's like everybody going to be a nerd in the future. Like it's broadening, it's broadening, and so it's like you kind of have to start delineating into. Like, well, what's ner- what's nerdy to a nerd now? Like, if we're all getting to be nerds at something, what's nerdy to a nerd? Like, so what makes you what makes you go as you know as nerds now? Like you and me, like what makes you go? Whoa, that's nerdy. That's true. That's like, I don't know. That's true. like I. I mean, I, I don't know. I went to <laughs> Starship Smackdown. Yeah. At Comic Con. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the, like the nerdiest place. Like that's everybody arguing about like what starships swapped Ooh. with which captains with which powers could outdo the other. I mean that's 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 really really out there, right? It is. That's yes. a lot of fun. But this year that panel was fulled up. There was a line out the freaking really? door that's for the first time ever. I'm just like, wow! If that's there's that many people, like, and of course the internet communities like you you, you Google that stuff. There's forums all over the place like which ship is better than which one. And it's just for everything now. So it's like, well, there's so, so there's so many people that are so into so many things. It's like, where is the nerd now? Like, where do you say like, whoa, that's nerdy. I don't know. That's going to be tough right there. I mean, especially in this digital age, the internet, you could just say anything nerdy. You could say anything that could be nerdy to some people, but not nerdy to other people. You know, we have all these forums, uh, Blogs, what like yeah. all this stuff, and people—it's getting out there, and we are living in a more of a digital world. So we could, anybody could be a nerd, like you said. It's so hard, which to is great, but it's also like, well, it's it's cra- crazy. Like, well, it's great, like you know, yay, we're all nerds now. But then, like, well, where, where's the nerd? Where where do they go? It's like you disappear into your own success, 
It's strange, right? So it's, like a, it's like a blessing and a curse. Yeah, at the same time. exactly. So I think the important thing, I mean, I think one of the most important things about being a nerd is that you find, you know, people that are, you know, that you, that like things, the same things as you, mm-hmm. but also challenge you to do things. It's really important to be challenged too. Yes. And to not get too myopic to one, one sided on anything. Like, right. Mm-hmm. And then, cause you know, one of the, one of the, the, one of the things about people that are nerds are that, that that sustains that kind of mentality is they are the, you know, they, they're the one, some of the best arguers around, like, you know, like they will like, Oh yeah, we all love, you know, we all, you know, we love space operas, but this one's better than that one. Here's why. No, this one's better. Why? Why? You know? So that's one thing we're still good at is, is argumenting, but you always want to be open. You never want to be closed off. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the, you know, there are, there are some nerds out there that are, are, are very combative that are that put people down for you know, not true. liking something, that and that's true. not cool. And they consider themselves nerds, but it's like you're you know you're a fool if you don't think that you know Firefly is the best science fiction TV show ever. And it's a great TV show, yes. but I mean it's arguable. This is all you know fun stuff Subject- you're created it, to enjoy. It's all subjective too because it's based on you, based on what you like. Do you like sci-fi? Mm-hmm. Go over sci-fi, but some people like action adventure. Yeah. They might think they might think that's better. Maybe like Indiana Jones, the first one. Mm-hmm. They they probably think that was better than whatever movie, mm-hmm. but someone else might think otherwise. Yeah. And you know, it's better to be like, you know, argument but not condescending. Nothing to put down the other yeah. people. Cuz I mean, I, I think the the the, the most important thing is like you know, you can have two people or two groups of people, and you can argue that the Enterprise could kick an Imperial Star Destroyer's ass, and or on the other side is like, oh, Imperial Star Destroyer can kick the Enterprise's ass. You know, hours back and forth, write <laughs> yes. papers, do blog posts, you know, do complex, you know, ideograms and flowcharts and illustrations and shit to make your point. But at the end of the day, you all sit down, you can watch both of them and have a good time. There you go. Right? That's the that, most important. That day. is true. Because um, you know, no one. I don't think it, you know. These are all things we've made to have fun. Yes. Right. That's what it comes down to. It's like it's in, to learn and have fun. Right. So when you start taking it and using it as, as weaponized, whether you're a nerd or you don't consider yourself a nerd and you just feel threatened by this type of stuff, I mean, yes. these are not things to be, you know, weaponized at all. Yes, it's something to be enjoyed by everyone. And yeah, and that, that's the most important thing, I think. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, but I'm just thinking, like, it's amazing how, like, even as late as in like college, too, like. You, there was still like I, I'm really curious now because I'm in my 30s we're in our early 30s yes. now mm-hmm. and you know we're kind of out of a lot of the the social scenes and dynamics where being an overt nerd is a huge problem right because mm-hmm. we're not forced into a lot of social situations that we don't want to be in right that's true like when you're in school you're kind of you're in the pot right and yeah. As you get older, that pot, you know, that pot gets bigger, and you, there's less abrasiveness. You can't, you don't have to bump up to people of different opinions and 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 that are against something you're against. If you don't want to, you can kind of choose your own circle. Yes. Um, more and more as you get older. Um, but you know, you know, Juan, you know Juan. I uh, do. Mm-hmm. He's 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 really good about trying to get that. He likes to put himself into circles where he's. His ideas are are threatened, and he likes to burst people's bubbles. He just likes to pick a fight, just to pick a fight, to see how you'll defend yourself. At the end of the day, he'll he'll hug it out with you and have a beer. But he likes to just be <laughs> like, 
That's see, he, he's the kind of guy that's like, he's like, you know, he'll he'll pick like a very you know contentious viewpoint and take the opposite side just to see, see what you'll say, react. right? Mm-hmm. Which is what I admire about him. And that's a good that's a good quality to have to be able to like take a hypothetical. Yeah, he's he's really great with group group uh, gatherings. Mm-hmm. I would say he he likes to have people talk, not be shy and you know not not do anything (laughs) what do you think about like different levels of like immersion so i think some one of the reasons that one of the things that might differentiate like people from a nerd and they might feel threatened or persecuted is like when you are really into something like it's a part of you right so like yes you ever like especially when you're younger because like you have a harder time differentiating fantasy from reality so like mm-hmm. you know when you were a kid playing like video games and you were like really into it or like you know I was like I was watching Star Trek and I was really into it right so mm-hmm. it's like it's partially like the 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 the, diff, the the line between that world and the world you live in is is less stark it's a it's a thinner line right so when someone attacks you it feels like more of a personal attack now if okay, someone okay. says like fuck star trek i'd be like well first of all fuck you but like okay why right it's not like a personal assault but back then if someone said star trek's dumb the federation's dumb like you know there's nothing good about star trek like it's cheesy like the special effects are bad star wars had you know special better Mm -hmm. special effects or you know whatever like back then it was it was heartbreaking right yes so I think that's one of the things as you get older, you kind of develop a skin for these things. You see it more on a objective viewpoint. But that's one of the reasons I think that as and being a nerd, especially as a child, could have been so traumatic. Yes. I agree. I would definitely agree with that. Because, because you know, they're, you're close up. You're kind of, I mean... I was introverted when I grew up. You know that. You know, I was really introverted. I don't talk. Oh, how the times have changed. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh. Yes, yes. I was so introverted. You know me. I was... I didn't talk in class. I don't talk outside. I don't... You know, when we do recess, I don't do a lot of stuff. I mean, I hung out. We did. We hung out at the jungle gyms, I think. Yeah. But, like, yeah, we just don't... I don't talk that much. And now it has changed a lot. Okay. Now you want to <laughs> shut the hell up. What the hell is happening? No, I'm just kidding. Hey, hey, hey. No. That's what I love. I, I love it when you talk, man. But yeah, I was always... Try- I was like, when I go home, I just play, what, Final Fantasy. When yeah. Final Fantasy came out. Final Fantasy 2, well, it's 4, but it's 2 here when it came out. So I just played that. Secret Mana, Final Fantasy 3. Video you're games. St- you're, st- you're, st- you're still playing those. Okay, I am. But... but you're still but, playing but, those. But. They're that good. Um, <laughs> but, but... Like back then, you know, I played those just to, you know, not to do with the outside world not to you know it helps me relax mm-hmm. after the whole day of not you know being at being at school and not being myself really i mean it is tough and it it's um it helped me it, it was a part of me final fantasy is always going to be a part any role playing game now is always going to be a part of me because i always love the story always love the imagination i had a wild imagination oh yeah totally. <laughs> especially like role-playing days where i'm always the the black mage every every pretend like every pretending to play a game outside and the black yeah. mage that's me but that, that was always been a part of me and i don't know i always hide that fact that nobody knew i played final fantasy or any 
video games because I was afraid that that I was always gonna, I'll be attacked. So nobody, a lot of people didn't know that, and you know I don't tell a lot of people about that. Only my closest friends. I mean, you you knew I was playing all that game because you, you usually play I, together. yeah I did it too. You usually play it together. So I I never developed the attack because I'm always. I always distance myself yeah. from the attack, and I'm always afraid that I was going to be attacked. So I was always in that comfort zone. But then I think you brought my comforts. You brought me out of the comfort zone <laughs> in high school. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, Every yeah, time right. Doing that. Yeah, that was. Oh my god, I was like, oh no, what, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? See, but now, now I think like if you wanted to talk to somebody, like if you were in school now, and you want to talk to somebody about Final Fantasy, like they would know, like, oh yeah, that sounds, that's a decent game. Like, I haven't played all. I'm like, what's that about? There you go. Like yes. back, back in our, back in our day, like, <laughs> you couldn't do that. Like, you know, it was hard to kind of like I don't understand the difference between like back and back when we were in, in elementary school. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you felt that way about Final Fantasy, but some other kid probably felt that way about baseball, collected baseball cards, new baseball stats. But if he opened up about that, no one shot him down for it or looked at him funny, right? Yes. So now I think that's changed. Now kids can actually do the same thing with video games or, or tabletop gaming or you know movies or comics or whatever and not feel that way anymore. So in a way, like we we kind of beat that, you know, beat beat that stigma. Yes. But now, where is what is that now? Like, where is the stigma been displaced to? Like, what do people look at and be like, "That's weird." Now, mm, I don't know. Re- that's a really good question. Like, how know. how far into the nerdy verse do you have to go for someone to be to look and be like, "That's you're weird, kid." Like, I don't know. Because um, like, there's a space with the internet, with mm-hmm. the pop culture, you know, kind of reclaiming a lot of. Uh, you know, media, uh, nerdy media, and yes. nerdy outlets, like everything is, you know, more accepted. So it's like, well, if you love Green Lantern comics and you're a super nerd over Green Lantern comics, like 25 years ago, You'd be 95% yes. of America didn't know who the fuck Green Lantern was, right? <laughs> that I agree with that. Yes. And now at least 50% of people know like, oh, Ryan Reynolds was that terrible movie about that superhero <laughs> with the ring. That's that's not <laughs> that's that we don't talk about. about. Yes, yes. Mm. <laughs> he, he came back with Deadpool. Okay, he's he's Deadpool now. He's that's, Deadpool. Yeah, that's, that's Deadpool. what he is. See, but not everybody knows who Deadpool is. That's nobody, the, nobody, nobody knew who the fuck Deadpool was like twenty years ago, right? I agree. And now yes. he's like the coolest shit ever. Everybody wears Deadpool shut Deadpool stuff, right? <laughs> yep. One of the hottest guys in Hollywood is is Deadpool. Like it's just so it's like so where where is nerdy now? Like. That's one of the reasons why, like, at Comic-Con, I'm always looking for new stuff. Yes. Because so much has been reclaimed, and it's like, well, I love the nerdy stuff that has been out there. Like, you know, that's comic stuff. That's great. I love it. But there's a part of me that's like, well, if I really want to maintain, like, being a nerd, I have to seek seek out new life and new civilizations and boldly <laughs> go uh, into right. new, new things, right? Yeah. And one of the things that I really like to start doing that uh, when I have more time is that not only I want to I want to seek out what other people are doing that's new and, and stuff, but I want to make that stuff too. I want to oh, make really? new things. Like I spend so much of my time, and I enjoy too talking about things that other people have made and done. But mm-hmm. I think one of the the truest sense like definitions of a nerd is to love something so much that you feel the need to like I have to contribute to this. I have to make it grow. I have to augment it. Ooh. And so you know we do that with the podcast. You know we contribute yes. to the nerd zeitgeist. <laughs> with our you know with our podcast and with our let's plays and everything like that we're participating but 
And we're creating, you know, new things. We're having new conversations and new ideas, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're making new stuff. But, like, really creating something new is hard to do now. Because so many people have access. So many people are, are make out there making. Yes. So, like, when I go out there and, you know, I try to find new games or new comic books, like, there's the first the first inkling to, is to say, like, oh, this is just like so-and-so, like, blah, 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 right? Yes. Oh, this is like that. But then... I feel like that kind of reduces it in a way that makes it kind of like, well, you know, I'm making it less nerdy by trying to make it like something that's already popular. Like I just told you about that Valley game I'm playing, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? And I'm like, it's like Metroid Prime fused with Bioshock, right? So we're compar- we're comparing- Both are really, you know, wildly popular mainstay, really awesome games. That broke a lot of new ground in a lot of different ways. Yes. But my first instinct was to say, oh, it's like, it's like this, this, right? So does that reduce the nerdery of the people that went out and say, hey, we're going to make a game that's like nothing else? And it is, it's, I mean, it is like them, but, but it is not, not them. Like... So I feel like as the nerd culture has kind of grown, like it's become more like self-referential because people would feel more safe and people less persecuted. So it's like, oh, we can say it's like that because yes. everybody knows it's like that. And we have to feel not, not safe for saying that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, because if, you know, you saw something new in like a, like a movie in like 1985 or 1995 even mm-hmm. and said, oh, it's like, you know, it's this. like, it's like this. Dune. It's like, it's like, um, it's like, uh, say, say like you saw a movie in like 1985 or 1995 and said, oh, it's like the, the 70s, early 80s um, Dune movie from David Lynch. Nobody yeah. know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> but now, Twin Peaks is back the fuck on Showtime and it's getting mad ratings. David Lynch is back in it. Everybody knows Dune. Really? Now. Oh, wow. Like, so it's, it's kind of like, you know, you can reference the nerdyverse as a way to describe something new from the nerdyverse but does that reduce how nerdy it is? Is what I'm trying to say. Because now we don't feel as unsafe of being persecuted about being open about those else, things. Yeah, because everyone would know about it, you know, or you would assume they know about it. By the way, uh, we got to do an LP of Valley. It's it's a lot of fun. Is it? Uh, okay, we could do that. Okay, we could it's do that. It's a lot of fun. Um, but uh, anyway, it's it's just a lot of hard concepts to nail down. And it, um, there may not be any answers. That's the hard part. It may not be solidified yet. We may have to wait. A while to figure it out, if ever, you know. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's, true. that's the that's the fun. That's the exploration. Yep. <sighs> that's true. Well, so well, let, let's 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 end. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I'm just saying. We're pro- I think we're progressing in the right direction. We're mm-hmm. not being stigmatized for being nerds anymore. No. So I mean, it and it's good in that sense. If, if you get what I mean there, I mean yeah. There, I mean, there's going to be upsides and downsides to the progress. I mean, that's what's the same with any movement or any part of culture that's growing. Well, any movement other than the white supremacist movement, I would say. Oh god! <laughs> oh, don't get me started. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll we'll do it that way. We'll, we'll table that one. Um, but let's kind of end with. Let's. Do you have a memory where you felt kind of like let's try to end on a positive note? Let's like where where you felt kind of vindicated or like grateful that you were a nerd, like something that happened that was like, well, wow, because I like this thing or because I know this thing about this nerdy game or, or movie or TV or book, like I did something good or I helped somebody or something like that where it was rewarding 
and to not be, feeling uh, to be being or not needing felt persecuted by it because like we kind of started off focusing on like feeling persecuted or ostracized but i always you know i always try to be an optimist um yes. unlike other people on this channel no i'm just kidding <laughs> uh no i love you all um so yeah do, do you have an uh something that like we're kind of it helped you to help somebody or gain a new perspective or, and you know, appreciate something that you didn't know you could before. Yes. I think I have a story here. Um, when I was working as a medical assistant, I was working with one of the doctors. Uh, he was the head doctor. He was the one that founded the, mm-hmm. the place I was working at. And when we talked to each other, he, he's always like a, um, I guess, I, I don't know if I want to say like closet nerd, but yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. he's a closet nerd. But we usually talk about comic books and we talk about Comic Con. He's like, "Do you want to go?" He's like, "He ha- he has never been to Comic Con before." He's like, "You should definitely go." And you know, it brought us closer together as work as working partners, like when we were working together. So I thought that was a good experience to you know okay. bring out my nerdiness out with him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I yeah, thought totally. that was uh, I thought it was a good experience for me when mm-hmm. I did that. So that. That was one good experience I had That's there. That's awesome. Yeah, it was it was pretty fun. So we, we got closer because of that because we, we could talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I find it fun. How about you? Um, well, aside from just like you know nerdy stuff being a, a huge basis for you know like you think about like the engine of our friendship and the engine of like friendships we have you know in our circle in our group right yes. like you know. It, 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 at their core, our friendships are because we like each other. We're good people, you mm-hmm. know, hopefully. <laughs> well, okay, um, okay. We're naughty. Um, but, you know, you know, like, we like each other. We're, we're good people. But, like, the things we share, you know, these nerdy things we share, like, you know, mm-hmm. is a big engine of, like, creating the memories and experiences that oh, yeah. we use to find out how how much we like each other, right? Like, take for, take for instance, just the, the, the weekend when we went hiking with Whitey. Yes. And, like... We went on the hike together, right? Mm-hmm. And so, what do we do on that hike? We okay. So we, you know, a hike out in the middle of the day is an enjoyable experience. Like it was, no yeah. doubt, if we had no nerdiness stuff with you, no nerdy stuff with us, or any conversation about it, we could still talk about nature. We could still talk about you know current events. Yes. And, you know, goings and comings going on in our lives. But yes. you know what we did? We soundtracked our hike to Final Fantasy music. And and with sound effects, and everybody in the audience is like nerd, nerd. See, this is this is this is it. This is the the, the finger point. Like this is what nerds. The, that's nerdy. So we we kind of synced our our hike up with Final Fantasy music and sound effects, and that allowed us to enjoy the walk on a deeper level than I think we otherwise would have. Because yes. you know we all share that experience of the quest. Yeah. The, the journey, right? Mm-hmm. And so the music and the sound effects from those short stories we've shared allow us to For enjoy our common activity on a deeper level. Yes, I and agree. I, I think that's something that it happens a lot, not just with recreational stuff. Um, I've had a couple clients that are overweight. As I'm, I'm a, again, I'm a, I'm a personal trainer. They're mm-hmm. overweight that have trouble. Like they know they need to do exercise to get healthy, but yes. they think of it as an enemy. They think of it as something not enjoyable. They think of it as an obstacle. Like a chore. Like kind a of chore, thing, right? Kind of, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, young to, uh, you know, like one of them is uh, in a, in a teenager and well, another okay. one is in his mid-20s. Right. Um, but they're both 
like RPG nerds. So I'm just like, well, think of think of and you know, there's actually businesses like nerd fitness stuff like that. Oh, think yeah. of yeah, yeah right. Is. Think of there's, fitness there's, yeah. as a way to level yourself up. So I always so a couple of times I've drawn up like stat sheets. Awesome. Like out of D and D, right? Really? Or yes. on like you know, um, in like a, a, a subscreen menu on an RPG, right? And I was like, hey, okay, well. You know, here, you know, this is, you know, your strength, your dexterity, your stamina, constitution. These are all things that, you know, it's not based off nothing. This is your real stuff. So mm-hmm. with your level of fitness, here's you are, here you are right now, right? So you want to level up, right? So, mm-hmm. okay, let's, and in, in this case, like any activity with these guys is better than none. Like they need to lose That's the true. weight, you need to get mm-hmm. healthy. So it's like, well, okay, well, what kind of, like, do you want to be a fighter? Do you want to be a thief? Like what? What class do you want to be? Let's train to be what you want to be in RPGs. So if you want to be a thief, we need to be working more towards speed and agility and dexterity. So Mm -hmm. we need to be, you know, doing uh, lighter weights, more repetitions. You need more endurance, right? You need more full body functional work, Mm -hmm. um, more planes of movement, more motion, right? Do you want to be a tank, right? Like a fighter. Okay. Mm -hmm. We still need to lose the weight, but we need to put a lot of muscle on you. So we need to do... You know, less repetitions, a lot heavier Heavy weights, weight, more isolation stuff. Wow. So it's like, I, you know, it's like, you know, and then, then, then they get hype and then they start making progress. And then I think that's awesome. They right enjoy there. it more. We enjoy our time together more and they make progress. They're happier, more healthy. Dude. I'm happier because I've helped them. Wow. And so you get on a different, you know, a couple of different levels there. So that's another way that, you know, I've been vindicated as a nerd instead of persecuted. That's awesome right there. And I then think. they then they too have kind of owned their nerdery. It's like, well, I I don't have to they, you know, cuz um, some of the reason maybe they don't have a high fitness level is because they are insecure or feeling bad about themselves. But it works the the nerdery and the way that I taught them and kind of put it you know, kind of framed it and then the resultant effects of that as they got better kind of increased their overall self-esteem and stuff like that so it's just it's just a positive cycle so you know nerd being a nerd is not to be a persecution you can take ownership of feeling persecuted and turn into something positive too no i agree i think that's awesome that you did that for them it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun <laughs> i know come on i should come start on. my own business instead of working for a corporate gym i should just start my own business and uh <laughs> be like nerd, nerd fitness and just have people yeah, I it's, think it's fun. It. Like it's pretty cool. Like some people, I have like people do movements that are like, okay, this is like, um, uh, like I have the, there's uh, I ran I ran a oh, this is kind of a little side, but one time okay. at the gym I ran a, a superhero fitness boot camp, <laughs> and uh, oh did, like, really medicine balls like like I had like Hulk smash medicine ball slams. I had Thor hammer swings. Nice. Um, uh, <laughs> I had uh, Man of Steel hammer strikes. I had like. Everything was themed, right? It's mm-hmm. super cool. And they have those online now. You can find those. I'm not the first person to think of this. But the experience of it in, in, contact, in context with what we were talking about today, I think, is is something new for people to think about. Wow. Yes. So anyway, if you have thoughts, uh, ideas, concerns, critiques, um, sharing your own nerd stories, feeling persecuted, feeling alone, owning it, overcoming it, uh, you know, whatever stories you may have, feel free to share with us here at Nerd Funnel. Nerdfunnel.com, uh, Facebook.com slash Nerdfunnel, uh, YouTube.com slash Nerdfunnel, uh, Instagram uh, at Facebook. I mean, oh, too many names. At Nerdfunnel, sorry. And um, Nerd On, everybody. Nerd On. Uh, nerd, being a nerd has changed. It's going to keep changing. 
but it's going to stay positive on the whole, I think. So, uh, nerd mm-hmm. on, and until next time, you've been nerd funneled. Bye, everyone. This is the coolest thing I have ever seen.